Famous for the burgers and casual dining, we have Trapeus. Today on the show, we have Mr. Tejas Sundar. He is a solopreneur and restauranter. His love for food led him to start a restaurant of Hindu Road named Trapeus. Trapeus is Bangalore's first restaurant made from shipping containers. Tejas is also an economics professor and has a teaching background. Trapeus is a byproduct of his love for economics and food. Hi, sir. Thank you so much for doing this with me and coming on to the show. How was the first month of 2022 going so far? Okay, thank you, Samir. Uh, I'm really, really happy that we were able to push this forward uh, probably after a month's delay. But uh, yeah, no, it it wasn't really good news for us, uh, especially once the 2022 began. You know, like uh, just just about uh, five six days into the month, and uh, there were new curfews, new lockdowns, kind of sort of you know kind of restrictions that were imposed. And of course, when things like this get imposed. especially businesses like ours which primarily depend on the weekend crowd are mostly affected so i cannot like you know uh, not say that you know that we haven't been affected we have been badly hit so um, we're really looking at things where uh, you know probably that you know things are taken into consideration in terms of you know for the last one one and a half years we've done a lot of structural changes within the system itself like you know to bring about um, you know how earlier the tables were clo- placed a lot closer you know we had about uh, 13 14 tables so we've brought them all down to about 8 or 9 tables right now we just have about 8 tables right now and placed so far apart so that you know there are a lot of uh, social distancing in place and you know people uh, remove take off their masks only when they're like you know eating and while they're conversing they're pretty much putting with the uh, you know putting their masks on and these are the things that we have brought in place and uh, with the beginning of the new guidelines itself you know i feel that there has been like a lot of um, you know not consideration of industries like ours where we have really you know put in that effort to yeah. make, bring in a lot of changes so that way yeah from that context not that great for us but really we're looking at uh, things to improvise on stuff no definitely there's going to be yeah. some kind of improvement in the future right now looking forward for it yeah, yeah. uh so tell us about your life in the starting phases of trapeze and where did you get the motivation to start a restaurant okay so uh, basically this happened uh, when uh, you know i was having a casual conversation when i was teaching at christ and uh, right. a couple of students just asked me like you know sir is this really what you want to do and what are you looking for so i just told them that you know i am actually looking at earning uh, some money so that i could start something once i'm like 35 or something right. and uh, this was like you know right when i was like 23 years old and uh, so that's when it struck me and then uh, they had uh, like you know i had moved after the that semester i was pushed to the other campus where commuting was really difficult so i just thought to myself you know okay anyway the plan was like 10 years later why not do it right now so that was the biggest motivation and uh, of course so uh, since the beginning i've always had like a sensitive stomach and you know every time i ate out it kind of kept growing my system so i thought i might as well do something where you know i'm sure there are a lot of people suffering like me so might as well do something that yeah. you know kind of so that that was the starting point um we started off with that a very very simple menu people felt like you know they were having these sandwiches burgers which are coming out of their own kitchen kitchens right. it's not like you know it's we add any kind of a different ingredient or something like that so that was the motivation or that was the mm-hmm. point that triggered this whole thing 
right yes so that is how it started okay so uh, the restaurant was first named tipoy mutiny and then changed to trippies so right. what was the reason behind these two names okay. and why it was so changed made okay so uh, so what happened was uh, when we initially started off uh, so we basically uh, the word tipoy itself is basically like a place where you know it's there in everybody's homes and mm-hmm. what happens with respect to tipoy is you probably have some newspapers put in there or you know there's always a sofa or a table i mean uh, a place to sit around so that you're having a conversation a kind of a uh, place where all of you like sit down at some point in time in the day and have these casual conversation about how your day went or what what you plan to do or what so that was the basic idea so that why that's why tipoy mm-hmm. and uh, mutiny because uh, we thought this was like a kind of a revolution because we have worked the first uh, container cafe in the yeah. city yeah. and uh, we were trying to revolutionize the whole uh, cafe uh, experience where it does not necessarily mean that you go to a cafe and you have to pay like 200 bucks for a coffee mm-hmm. you could avail about a 30 rupees coffee at the cafe so so we were offbeat in terms of the regular cafe that people describe okay. so i think that was uh, the mutiny there so what also happened over the year and a half is a lot of people kept feeling that since the word tea remained there in that word tea boy a lot of people thought that we were a tea place Okay. but we were heavily focused on food like you know a lot of you know time and lot of preparation a lot of things went into food and i don't know for some reason people were not able to connect to it uh like a lot of people who kept dropping by kept telling that you know oh without we you only get tea here and you know a different variety or specialty tea or something like that so that that's one of the main reasons why we had to you know go with a little bit of a name change and um right now what we also have is uh, we have a guy who has completely taken over the restaurant and you know who used to like you know run it uh, for some time when i was back in teaching so uh, so what what he did was he brought in a lot of other things like we did not have clay oven pizzas earlier yeah. so we have we are like the first clay oven pizza in bangalore so yeah. so he's brought that in so there's a lot of structural changes and then we realized that you know it can no longer run in the whole idea that when somebody looks at it they think that it's a tea place we weren't that we never thought of being a tea place yeah. so that was the main reason why we had to switch that to uh, to peace all right yeah yeah so uh, what are the initial plans of the restaurant and how has it changed so far okay so uh, when we started off uh, especially the place where we we are located uh we we did a little bit of a market survey prior to us starting off we looked at uh, you know the kind of restaurants that were available around you know the 2 km radius and then we realized that we are at a perfect spot but the challenge was that we were at a residential i mean we still are at a residential area which is slowly turning out to be a commercial one yeah. so the crowd primarily was the residential crowd okay okay so when we started off since uh, i was also wasted a lot of time in the kitchen myself so i really could not uh, look at uh, preparing like you know really extensive dishes and things like that so mm-hmm. we had started off with really simple menu it was a very small menu that we started off with and but people really liked it uh, so we had like about five or six sandwiches we had about five or six burgers and uh, we had some you know some subs and a lot of uh, you know a lot of um, beverages Okay. So that's what we started off with, and then so so the idea is very simple, right? When you have cafe in mind, you expect the younger crowd to come in there, oh. you know, the college kids who will come and have 
uh, we'll talk a lot and things like that. But it, to our surprise, what we actually learned was there were a lot of families that enjoyed our space. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we have like a lot of massive space where people can run around, you know, kids can play around and things like that. And we were also pet friendly. I mean, we still are pet friendly. Yeah. So that that kind of we understood that you know from that point we could no longer stick on to the college crowd. What we realized with the college crowd is they don't spend money, and it's not a good thing for the restaurant. You know, they yeah. come there for probably buy a cup of coffee and. You know, they're just sitting for long hours, and we're not really getting any kind of a return on that. So that's when we started looking at specialty food, and uh, we started looking at uh, families that where you know where families should be able to come and should be able to have a full course meal and then leave. So that's when we realized that we can no longer sell just sandwiches and burgers because you wouldn't come in the night and have a sandwich for dinner. Nobody would. Mm-hmm. So that's when we started improvising on things. So right now we are a full fledged. Almost a restaurant. A okay. um, lot of burgers, lot of pizza options. Pizzas, pizzas have taken the big side of our menu right now. We have a lot of steaks in place. Okay. We have a lot of vegan options as well because there were a lot of vegans also coming in looking for options. So we have a lot of vegan options. So yeah, so we are catering to a lot of people. I think we've reached so far in about five years time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Okay, so uh, tell us more as to why you chose to use shipment containers, which is okay. a very rare and unique and not often thought of idea. And where did that idea come from? Okay, so the idea was, of course, uh, for anybody to start something, especially if you're like you know twenty three, twenty four years old. The most important thing is you don't want to burden your parents with capital. And uh, the other thing is, uh, you know, when you started off, we were also looking at basically. having that limited amount of capital so that was the biggest constraint so we were thinking of right from starting to build something by our by ourselves because we did not like have that kind of a capital to hire somebody to do something for us right. so uh, while i was doing and then i was really looking at something so i had done a lot of uh, you know sustainability stuff during my college years yeah uh, i had been a part of a lot of ngos and things like that so where we were promoting a lot of sustainability Mm-hmm. so that's when the idea struck i'm like wait a second why don't we like think think differently you know all we need is a space it's not like you know it has to be brick and cement we could yep. look at different ways of making spaces mm-hmm. so that's when the idea struck so uh, so so my friend and i what we did was uh, i was just googling up uh, various spaces for use and then one of the spaces was an a shipping container that had converted it i think somewhere somewhere in the us or something mm-hmm. so that struck me and we didn't know i was looking up on olx where i could find a shipping container because that was the wildest thing that i could think yeah. of mm-hmm. and i got a contact uh, saying that shipping containers were available for buying i never knew that you could buy a shipping container mm-hmm. so uh, and this was this guy was based out of chennai and um, So we went there the next morning itself, and then uh, we spoke, uh, and uh, we had a budget of around eleven uh, uh, lakhs for the whole place, mm-hmm. and uh, some of the contractors were giving us uh, estimates of about twenty lakhs just for a kitchen. Okay, so then uh, we went there to Chennai, and uh, we saw we spoke about one shipping container and things like that, and it turned out that it was we were getting it for two lakhs. I was like, "Whoa!" Then why not another one? So that's when we bought two shipping containers, okay. 
uh and uh, yeah then i uh, then then i realized that okay this is actually not causing any carbon emissions mm-hmm. so bringing in all that sustainability part again so that that kind of worked out for us yeah. but once we got it and once we brought in here that's when we realized that it needs a different licensing because shipping container is entirely metal so it conducts electricity so we had to do like go a step further to get the electricity approved and you know get the necessary precautions in place but still it worked out in our favor in terms of how we could fit it into the capital that was it that was the way how shipping containers came into place that wonderful yeah so uh, due to the pandemic the restaurant most likely would have seen less of footfall so how did you guys cope and adapt to the new normal uh, so uh, initially we did have a very bad hit mm-hmm. mm. like you know we, we it was bad it was pathetic uh, uh, we 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 didn't know how to pay the staff because it it had come down to zero like you know about 30 40 days of lockdown meant yeah. zero and uh, and this is when we hadn't still onboarded on swiggy or zomato mm-hmm. i mean we were uh, onboarded for uh, on uber eats for some time but uh, i mean you know it's it's cutthroat especially when it comes down to things like uh, swiggy and zomato and things like that so initially it was it was very difficult but once things started easing out uh, we started our own deliveries and uh, we brought in like i told you right in the beginning itself we spaced out the table we kept putting up instagram stories we kept putting it up everywhere and speaking uh, with our contacts also about uh, how uh, we could uh, basically have a space where you could have food without any kind of a disturbance or any kind of a social non distancing and things like that so so we did that but people aren't too convinced i mean you don't see it's not just us i mean you don't see there a couple of times i've gone to other restaurants to see how the business is going on and then big places are not doing that great so everybody's taking a hit yeah so yeah. so as you mentioned about zigi and zomato how do you see the food market being in a digital world and do you think there might be a complete transition into online spaces in the future uh see uh, of course see the, there there are uh, there, there are two ways of looking at it mm-hmm. so even for a long time especially when you on when we onboarded on swiggy and zomato uh, we had to uh, you know play around with the prices a little bit because you know yeah the yeah. money that if you walk into a restaurant you could get like a steak for around 300 rupees but mm-hmm. if you have to order it online because we have to pay swiggy that much and then swiggy charges the tax through us mm-hmm. it it it's a whole different game so so that way one one way of looking at it is how uh, swiggy and zomato has been able to give the amount of employment to people mm-hmm. um, i mean I, i really don't know what the restaurant or these people who are actually working as delivery agents would have done if not for swiggy and zomato being in place i think it kind of ensures that some kind of livelihood is maintained both at the restaurants end and at the delivery middlemen end so that's one way of looking at it the other way of looking at it is your question of you know whether things are going to be completely online you know food being there uh, of course of late uh, you know uh, last 6 uh, months or so i was looking there was a breakfast place which i used to regular every other day and uh, i happened to go there and then i saw that that's no longer there and uh, it said uh, then when i checked up on google it said that they have moved and then i moved went to the other place and then i realized that they become a cloud kitchen 
so uh, so you know there's so many places like box 8 you know so many places even on zomato they're not really restaurants they're just cloud kitchens exactly. that are working as kitchens which are doing pretty good because i see as long as there's employment and things like that there's it's fine the other part of it is a lot of people still want to come to our restaurant still want to spend time because it's time out of your house right you get to not be at home and uh, the kind of experience you would get to sit at a restaurant especially the concept that we have which is open spacing you right. know a lot of plants pet friendly things like that i think that 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 experience that's, cannot be matched right. with with online or cloud uh, kitchens and things yeah. like that uh, and and the big question is uh, what would happen to the whole concept of a restaurant like going to a restaurant on a friday night so i think that that i don't think is going to ever get out of the equation yeah yeah okay as i've heard the vegetables are grown in house in a hydroponic farming system so right. tell us more about this okay so uh, so we yeah, we did uh, we were doing that for a really long time uh, we were growing mostly our uh, you know the the leafy uh, vegetables that right. we required uh, at the kitchen and uh, we also had a kitchen garden at the back uh, mm-hmm. that was uh, there we used to grow like you know uh, basil thyme rosemary all these things that are required for us at the back and then uh, it so happened that um, we realized that we were actually these were like the times when it was actually busy and uh, uh, we had a lot of footfall and uh, uh most of the people i mean none of us were in a position to take care of these things yeah. so hydroponic garden even though that is that was like kind of self sustaining we realized that that was taking up quite a bit of space even the kitchen garden was taking up quite a bit of space which we sadly had to convert it into a sitting area right now because of the covid times so yeah. what we did like i said uh, we were about 12 tables right in the front so yeah. what we did is we put two tables in i mean eight tables in the front and the other two tables we pushed it to the back okay so the area that uh, earlier used to be the garden space has now become that but uh, the time when we were doing it it was pretty good just that we realized that we needed another guy to maintain that okay so, and yeah. got rid of that idea all right so uh, trapeze was founded in 2017 are there any plans to expand the restaurant and open up new outlets as of now yeah so provided uh, if not for this pandemic for the last two years that's lingering around we did uh, get a lot of queries about uh, uh, wanting wanting to give away franchises and uh, somebody wanting to start that so we weren't really um, keen on that uh, initially because uh, we wanted people to like, you know come down here from wherever you're living in bangalore yeah. so that you could experience this food so initially we were really uh, considering of not uh you know having that but then uh, because because it's it it so happens that you know a lot of these restaurants that open up as franchises people start comparing it with this one and the other one so that kind of you know ends up uh, creating kind of a difference so we are not really looking at expansion and plus the pandemic even though there was a lot of pressure on us to uh, give away franchises so we've decided not to go go for it yeah okay Uh, so according to you what is your favorite dish served in trapeze and which you would recommend to all okay so uh, since since i am lactose intolerant and uh, since i don't enjoy uh, uh, you know uh, the food that's really heavy so my favorite my favorite since 2017 has been 
the pulled barbecue chicken burger and i would suggest all the non vegetarians to go for it so uh, for the vegetarians um, i would suggest uh, uh, you try the aubergine burger that we have or the mushroom melt sandwich so i think these two are like the specialties but of course we also have a loaded pizza a wedge loaded pizza uh, so a couple of days uh, back uh, my wife and my brother had uh, ordered that home and then i was surprised that you know that uh, uh, we were able to pull this off in such a manner that it wouldn't be leaving any vegetarian uh, halfway standing so yeah these are the two things uh, non vegetarian a pulled barbecue burger who is lactose intolerant but otherwise of course anybody who would uh, look at a complete meaty or a complete uh, you know uh, vegetarian menus pizzas are the one to go for because mm-hmm. uh, since since we are offering pizzas that you don't get anywhere around i think somebody should come down for a lot of hype about the pizzas and the yes yes so uh, is there any advertisement or promotional activities that chappies does to build its customer base uh so uh, so earlier we did have uh, a group that was looking into the marketing side of things uh so we did have a group that was uh, completely taking the entire uh, you know advertisement bit uh, where you are uh, looking at promotions in on swiggy on zomato on instagram for that matter but of late we realized that that was another cost that was coming around so uh, we go by uh, we haven't till date uh, printed a single uh, brochure we haven't printed anything so it has always been the word of mouth and for some reason i must really say that we have gotten lucky uh, right from the first day on and uh, the way it has progressed and the way it has moved forward yeah. which is the word of mouth is phenomenal so yeah so that's the only marketing thing so of late uh, we do have a a few bit of followers that have come a lot of people when they google up cafes around we are uh, somewhere on the top in the google search as well okay. so these these are the only things that we look forward to okay. and we don't even really i mean i know we should be pushing that a little bit we don't even push that much to our customers to go and write a review or anything of that sort so it has come somehow naturally to us so it's kind of good um what is one piece of advice you would give all those entrepreneurs out there who are starting off during the post pandemic time and uh what would you caution them to look out for and take into consideration okay so first of all the most important thing is i think uh, most of them think that uh, uh it's really important for you to be like the top notch and uh, you know uh, put in a lot of money that you have uh, Uh, into one uh, thing so that it goes forward so a couple of things that i have learned from my experience is that you know of course we did also have a little bit of cash crunch here and there but we made sure that uh, the working capital never gets affected so that's the first most important thing especially if you're in a business that is having like a cash flow you know predominantly cash run businesses focus on your working capital that's really really important the second thing is that you know when you are starting off and when you see downsides don't just give up there because uh, everybody sees downsides right in the beginning because you expect things to be a particular way but once you start things are not that way your employees are going to be really uh, they're going to be a pain in the ass all right so you need to make sure that uh, you know you will take things forward in a particular manner yeah that's one thing the other thing uh, that i should really tell is like you know most of them don't like doing this which is keeping a tab on the expenses 
so uh, like what we have seen is at least the first 6 7 months we realized that there was actually um, a lot of calculation errors in terms of what we had estimated things to be yeah. we were seeing a complete uh, uptrend in the business but we weren't making a lot of money so we realized that we aren't actually keeping our books uh, the way we would want it to be so that is one of the biggest reasons why most of the startups end up failing because we forget to see where the losses were every time we had a good saturday or a sunday night what we would do is we would take all the boys out we would all go out and have a dinner and then we realized that we were spending about 5 or 6000 rupees on just one day so we must have had about you know 25 or 30000 rupees as business and we must and we have spent about 5 or 6000 that's 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 close to 20% of what we've earned so that's where you know it took us a while for us to figure out but i think that should be something that you should be really uh, cautious about in the beginning so uh, as you mentioned earlier that you wanted to start off this kind of business or some kind of business later on in your life yeah you wanted you started off immediately when you got the idea right so um how do you feel that your idea is coming to life and what is that can you describe that feeling to the okay world? so uh, so it it's really great because especially the about you know about the 3 years time that i was not there so i started it and uh, things were going fine then i was there for just a year and a half because i got into phd and a lot of things uh, yeah. happened in terms of academics i realized that okay i shouldn't be drifting away from academics too and, and uh, uh, trapeze was running kind of in a self sufficiency mode so with that respect um, it's really i'm really happy uh, what i used to see yeah. uh, the way things were moving forward and uh, uh, it's a great feeling because you know even till date like you know when i go there like there's not been a single plant that anybody else has planted other than me so each and every plant there has been planted by me and they've all grown into trees right now and so that's like just the beginning of things but uh, of course the uh, the person who did uh, take it forward to another level which i definitely uh, wouldn't have been able to uh, he has done a tremendous job you know the kind of uh, insights that he has brought into the cafe or even having that clear win right there because i kept telling him why would you want to spend around a lakh for that clear win let's not do it right now i don't think we have a market for it mm-hmm. so we have moved definitely from having that you know a uh, very very snacky kind of a place to a full course kind of a place so that's that's brilliant because most times yes that's another important thing most times we tend to forget that that you know that there are people who could actually help us in taking things forward to a much much higher level and we tend to feel that you know they are probably not uh, seeing it as the same vision as you so i think that is another advantage that i've had uh, in the due course of time yeah so i would uh, of course definitely tell that you know whenever you have friends whenever you have trustworthy people who would want to have a part in your business just go forward with it because their vision is completely yeah. different yeah. yeah it gives you new ideas to think about absolutely absolutely and most times we what we tend to forget is especially when you have a startup like for example me um you know a couple of times when i was like really pissed off with uh, the whole way things were running what i would do is i would just make myself uh you know clear of the fact that you know this is the place that i own this is the place that i've started i would just walk in like a customer to know how it feels 
you know to know if this is the place that i would want is this the ideal place that you have in your mind mm-hmm. so that's that really helped us uh, you know understand a lot of integrities that uh, we had to work on yeah so uh, are there any other ventures that you are interested in right now and want to expand in i i am of course uh, so there was uh, for a long time there has been a venture that's been running in my head uh, which is uh, to have a kind of a uh, you know a pet shelter because mm-hmm. uh, i've i have a lot of pets yeah. so uh, so with that uh, i really really wanted because uh, most of us at home are completely restricted from moving anywhere around because of our pets mm-hmm. so i really wanted to have uh, a pet shelter where you know uh, people could uh, come leave their pets and you know you walk things around yeah you know so so i don't know let's see because uh, i still feel that there's a lot of requirement at the cafe itself for the moment so maybe later not sure yet but yeah but i do have a couple of other things as well but uh, nothing uh, concrete i would say i'm like i'm not working towards that at the moment okay all right thank you so much for this wonderful conversation i had an amazing time understanding your background and your restaurant topries uh, i wish you all the very best for your future plans this is sumer chawla your host signing off Thank you so much. Do visit us sometime. Thank you. Yes, yeah. thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.